0: Hello and welcome to the London Scots podcast. This is the London Scots podcast, where we talk to Scots who have made it into the big smoke. It's about where they came from, why they're in London, and what their life is like. We won't solve the mysteries of the universe, but we hope to capture a slice of life and have a bit of a laugh along the way. My guest today is David Laird. David, tell us, where do you come from and how did you end up in London?
1: Uh, Yeah, so I grew up in Dalkeith. Um, and really, I suppose ended up in London, just really kind of sort of following work in a way. Um, sort of studied Scottish history, and then kind of pursued that down to London as you do. Where did you study Scottish history? About I was through in Glasgow, so I was through through in Glasgow studying oh up till two thousand and nine, um, and then kind of got myself into working in sort of heritage and museums. And um, so I spent a wee bit of time. Sort of sweeping out pigeon poo and castles through Edinburgh, and then decided it would be I I don't know a bit more glamorous going down south. And what was it that dragged you down south? Or I think drags. Uh, what was it that took you down? Um, again, like I said, it's probably work really. Just um, finding, as I'm sure a lot of people do when they come out of college and university, that the jobs aren't always there kind of on your doorstep. So finding that there's a lot more opportunity moving down south. Um, but I guess I don't know. Also, um. I suppose the summers are probably what's kept me here. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's been warm, to put it simply. <laughs> um but yeah, no, it's 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 been great. I mean I think the thing is there's always so much to do down here as well and you know, you've got you've got the city, but you've got that amazing countryside round about to explore. So yeah, it's been good. When you first moved down, what
0: did you think? You'd moved from Dalkeith to Glasgow, and then was it directly from Glasgow down to London? So it was actually it was it was from Glasgow back to
1: Edinburgh for a, oh for about I don't know about nine months or so, um, and then actually do you know it was just by chance it was, it was coming to the end of a contract at work and uh, just a, sort of a, an interview popping up down south and thinking oh why not why don't go and go and give it a go and then two weeks later it was on the train moving down. Wow,
0: and that's a very fast <laughs> a fast timescale then to be leaving essentially your. Um, extended comfort zone, I guess, and to be going somewhere that's very, very different. Yeah,
1: no, no, definitely. I think, um, it, I think it's like a lot of things. When you look back on them, it felt like the, it felt <laughs> at the time like the right time for an adventure. And, uh, and kind of looking back over these eight years that I've been down here now, it's certainly been a. Uh, Certainly been that. It wasn't an, an unplanned, but uh, an enjoyable adventure. And
0: can you remember back to that first year or so that you spent in London? What was it like? I think just getting used to sort of the scale of everything,
1: really. Um, I mean, working and always really enjoying sort of history. Um, I think the fact that you're just kind of surrounded by it here and sort of walking about the place and getting getting to grips with the bearings... Um yeah, it almost felt like a bit of a sponge for the first year, just just really try to take everything in, let alone kind of the scale and the size of the place. London
0: obviously has a lot of um, historical monuments and, and um, you don't have to go too far generally before you have to bump into one or to see one. But it's also a, a city that's transforming itself very quickly as well. How do you feel about what's happening with London just now?
1: Um,
0: do you know... Uh, I I I
1: really sort of feel that, I guess ever since arriving here it's a place that changes a lot. I mean having moved around London quite a bit you you tend to find when you go back to different areas just even sort of the turnover and um i suppose sort of the face of different areas is i suppose is kind of i suppose unusual especially when you you know you go back home and you're always amazed at how how similar everything's kept. Um, but I don't know. Do you know I, I find? It, I, I've never really kind of thought too much about having sort of a specific opinion on it. I've always just kind of felt that's really the way that London is. You know, it's quite a transient place with quite sort of a transient population. And I don't know, maybe that's kind of just reflected a little bit in, uh, in kind of the makeup of the city. Hmm.
0: And tell us about where do you stay in London now?
1: Um so stay up and up in Highgate, so kind of thought where in London can I live that's up a hill? Um so uh yeah, so we've been up in Highgate for about oh well, coming up on about three years. Um but before that I've kind of lived lived west and lived east and lived for quite a bit of time down in Camberwell, so the other side, the other side of the river. Tell us
0: what's Highgate like to live in. It's lovely.
1: Um I mean it's got a fantastic again for somebody if you like your history, it's a great place to a great place to be. Um full of history. Um it's kinda of, I think kind of one of the things that sort of is drawn sort of me and now us here is, is more just the fact that it's kind of got that quite sort of small community feel and it does, it is, still retains its um kind of on quite sort of a, a face value, you know, very sort of village quality and it's very green. So you kind of, I suppose it's kind of balancing out maybe the things you miss from home, but also kind of having the advantages
0: of, of still living in the city. Yeah and when you do go home it's um it's been quite a few years now since you've um, uh, since you've left uh, have you have you seen that scotland's changed much or do you view it any differently Do you know uh,
1: it's one of the things especially going back to edinburgh and to Dalkeith, is uh i always think they just they look like they're sort of nicer places now in a way and i don't know if that's maybe just the older you get maybe you just see things through a slightly different different light i mean i think you appreciate um sort of the benefits of home sometimes once you've had a you know a period of being away um but yeah, I mean, I think I think
0: ho- home is always home and you'll always have get... And what about your mates and the, the people you were studying with? Did many of them make it down to London as well?
1: Do you know, I've found over the last few years recently, um, there's been more and more people have, have headed down. And again, I don't know if that's just to do with... I mean, th- I, again, that's the great thing about a place like London is um, people are drawn here for such different reasons, whether it's work or whether it's you know a change of scene or whether it's you know sort of the, just sort of the lifestyle that you can have living down here um I'd say it's you know it's, it's it's there's been a few have come down um but it's one of the the nice things about going home is there's still a really kind of tight-knit bunch of uh sort of friends and family all staying within you know a couple of miles of
0: each other and uh, I guess in London your your friends are probably scattered are they scattered throughout the whole city or have you all managed to congregate in the same place?
1: Well, do you know I think more and more now it's that the, I think maybe even a few years ago they were scattered throughout the city, and now they 're kind of scattering sort of around London as they <laughs> yeah. all start to yeah. sort of settle down and and, and and
0: see how much a house costs yes, settle down and move out yeah. and and um, talking about your lifestyle, what sort of things do you get up to when you're when you 're not working
1: not working um quite enjoy i mean one of the things probably was never the healthiest living in Scotland, but um I found that I quite enjoy sort of running and it 's been a great way to sort of again sort of put the put the city together you know just sort of finding sort of the different back streets and things to explore and and jog down and the advantage of being up here is it's always downhill to start with yeah um but I mean I, I mean I, I just I really just love soaking up kind of the music the museums and stuff and as I say I kind of work in that um sort of industry anyway so it's, it's nice just to be able to sort of explore them sort of day-to-day at work but also you know get the chance to use your weekends and your time off to do that
0: Absolutely, and if there was a, a visitor coming to London, what would be your your view on the the top three or five things that they would have to see?
1: Oh, the the one that I, I always say to people is if you get a chance um, to see it is Leighton House, just off um, just off Kensington High Street. Okay, it costs about five or to get in, and there's you'll see pictures of it if you Google it, but until you actually go into it, you're you never quite appreciate just what a what a cracking place it is to visit um so i guess it's those little places that are kind of tucked out of the way really um i mean that would be maybe sort of my my number one um i mean it's i guess it depends what people like there's so many amazing little and it's maybe one of the reasons that you find you the less you're away and the more time you spend in london you don't miss home because there's so many little nooks and crannies of sort of scotland and scottish culture kind of in London, sort of peppered all about the place. Um, I think, you know, I think just taking it in, I don't think it's about necessarily visiting specific places. It's more about walking about areas, you know, seeing the South Bank, you know, getting getting over to see Tower Bridge, um, you know, walking through some of the Royal Parks. I think I would just say that, you know, bring a good pair of walking shoes.
0: It is a terrific city to walk around, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, no, absolutely. I, I remember um, walking, I got really got into walking just one year and... Um... I walk from West Hampstead into Sloan Square and back again, and um, it, it becomes quite addictive once you do get into it.
1: Yeah. Oh no, no, I know the. I definitely know that feeling. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Good stuff. And um, now we come to our, our Joker app time. Um, so you right. have to tell us a joke or tell us a great app that you use, or both.
1: A great. Oh, say, sorry. Say that again. A joke or, a... or an
0: app. An app for your phone. A, 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 an... an app that you find indispensable or really useful.
1: Oh. Oh, now you've put me on the spot there. Um, I won't tell a joke because um, because it it won't end well. Um, do you know? I tell you what. Actually, talking about walking about the city, um, one of my one of, one of the things I love to do is I'm not a big fan of uh, sort of listening to music while I walk about, but I just love having um, podcasts. So I'd maybe say sort of my my, my, you know, my podcast, uh, my podcast app. I'm trying to remember what it's called now. Actually thinking about that, but a good podcast app is what, I would, is what I would recommend. That.
0: And any podcast you can recommend? Um, well, uh, apart from this one,
1: yeah, um, very good. Just try to th- um, do you know? I my, one of my favourite ones is uh, is um, is the Witness podcast uh-huh. on BBC, um, and. Uh, Oh, try uh, think now. There's a there's a great one. The World Football Phone, and that's a good one on BBC because it lasts about ninety minutes, um, so you can get a good bit of mileage in whilst you listen to it.
0: Okay, <laughs> very good. And um, I guess you've got um, you've got a, a step counter or something like that that you will. Measure you or, or or an app for measuring your running? Do you?
1: Yeah, I, I just one of the. I think it's the Strava app. That's always a good one. You can sort of you can set your routes and then you can you can see where they take you. So that's another another good one. Great.
0: Well, that's brilliant. And any particular favourite bars or restaurants that we should know about around Highgate?
1: I mean, there's there, there's loads really. I mean, um, one of one of I think at one point Highgate had forty different pubs um so it's definitely cut down a bit now anyway i think there's about sort of four or five um i think any any sort of great ones that we like going to there's the gatehouse um which is a fantastic one just up in the center of uh highgate It's sort of a mock mock uh, mock tudor building okay. um but it's great it's got some nice uh some nice ghost stories as well in there uh, and the Hollybush over in Hampstead village is lovely as well ah
0: Hollybush, big favorite and um any change out of a fiver for a pint of beer
1: um, it depends if you're having a half pint or a full one
0: <laughs> very good well that's great listen uh, David it's been a pleasure talking to you today. thank you very much for um, uh, for coming on the podcast and um, you have two tickets to the Cayley Club just um, drop us a note whenever you'd like to uh, pick them up and use them
1: perfect will do th- th- thanks very much again it's been lovely chatting to you Be
0: been very nice talking to you have a great day thank you David Laird alright take care
1: bye thank you bye bye
0: Thank you for listening to the London Scots podcast. It's been a blast for us and we hope that you've enjoyed it. The wonderful music was provided by licence to Cayley and if you're looking for a taste of Scotland in London and a great night out, then head over to the Cayley Club. Have a wonderful day, everybody, and lang may your love week. Thank you and bye-bye.